I can't wait to get on the road again. Talking about nerdy shit with all of my friends. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds Podcast, a weekly show where we break down what's going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined of course by Brian Thornton and Josh Burns. Salutations! Greetings and salutations, fellow nerds. Before we dive too far into the this week, I do want to let everyone know that this episode is brought to you by the fantastic, the creative, the awesome people over at Loot Crate. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box for nerds and comic book lovers and pop culture aficionados all alike. Every month, subscribers receive a mystery box full of collectibles, figurines, apparel, and memorabilia. Each box contains at least $45 worth of value, but many of the items are exclusive to the Loot Crate community. You have until the 19th of every month to subscribe to the crate, and then it's gone forever. This month, the theme is Antihero, which will have stuff from the Suicide Squad uh, in it as well. So, get yourself some savings. Go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. That's L. O-O-T. Click the uh, the ad there and you will actually get money off your first box. So embrace it. Go get the nerdiness. Get gifts delivered to you every single month. Go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. L-O-O-T today. So I want to take a, a brief minute uh, before we have any serious discussions to just let everybody know that we're going to follow the same standards and practices we've done since the beginning of the show and give everyone a good two weeks uh, today included within that to see the Suicide Squad. So we're going to have a, a a brief discussion about it, spoiler free, so you don't have to worry about it. But uh, in the next episode, we can actually go ahead and, and talk about it and get into some details about it. But I want to thank the fine people at Twitter and all of you, the fine fans, for voting in our poll on our, our, on our Twitter profile and allowing me to see the movie, even though I had hard passed. And I would like the two of you to reserve your judgments for that when you can just give me crap about it for the whole spoiler cast because i think that's a better place for you to air all grievances grievances that you should have never seen this movie yep and I, a big thanks to laura for uh for uh, signing off on it my weak-willed wife and, that is and, alliteration i'm not sure if you're that is indeed <laughs> alliteration. Is familiar with and, alliteration. and paul i uh saw your tweet uh it was not rigged but um, I, I appreciate your anger and frustration. And we're actually going to have a message from Paul, the annual Drunk Paul message, uh, just with the, the shows as they were and starting the the new podcast, Hey, Did You See?, which you should go check out on iTunes, Google Play, or Stitcher. That's Hey, Did You See? Uh, we just didn't get to play it. So, Paul, we didn't forget you. We still love you. you were, your voicemail will be at the end of the show, so, so no problems. So just headcount real quick. I know I saw it. Brian, you saw Suicide Squad? Indeed, I did. And Joshua, I believe you have not, correct? No, no, I have not yet. So just, we'll just go with general impressions again, very spoiler cast free. I will say this, I think it, this is going to sound so weird coming out of my mouth. I think it's important for everyone to make up their own mind for the movie and 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 to 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 not listen to every negative thing that you're hey josh i think i think cj saying something to the effect that like don't judge a movie before it's out no it's don't hard pass on a movie until make your out actually that's and that's i know you're saying that because i made my face but that's not why i made my face i made my face because what you said is 
uh, first impressions, brief overview, spoiler free, and you didn't give impressions and overview how you felt about it or anything else. You just said everyone should vote their conscience, <laughs> and <laughs> I think we've had quite enough of that. So if if you would just dispense with all the diplomacy and the bullshit. Just say what you thought of the movie. I thought the movie was blank. Say that word. I thought. No, say the, the word. Nope. Say the word. Just I don't say anything movie, else. Nope. Stop saying. Use with the blank. Just the blank. Okay. Okay. You agree to say no, the word. No. The movie was. <laughs> the movie was. Okay. Brian. I thought the movie was rather I, good. I yeah. I I don't understand how from from the most of the really hardcore haters. What I'm hearing is a complete reversal, and even the negativity, the thing that I see more often than not is everyone should ignore the negativity. This movie was effing awesome. Yeah, th- and that's a thing. Like, I know it's getting a lot of bad reviews, and honestly- Like, is everybody saying it's okay because they're afraid to admit they were wrong? I don't know, but to be honest with you, like, I can see some of the the issues with the movie and some of the things that the professionals might be saying about it. Honestly, like in that movie, in that theater, I was just having so much damn fun. I did not care. This movie was fun. It was enjoyable. Stuff blew up and you had some really great moments that were, you know, harkening back to, you know, the foundation of the characters and some really great humor in it. And I just highly enjoyed it. It's a popcorn flick. It's everything it should have been. I I can't wait to see it. I'm gonna I'm gonna try to see it at some point this week. And the the thing is, I'm not and I I'm not and have never been nor will ever consider myself a professional critic because I don't think professional critics ever really experience anything. They're always viewing it to tear it apart. And I I I, tr- I cannot wait to experience the movie for what it is before I even start trying to figure out what people were thinking or what's behind it. I just want to I want to watch it. I want to see what it's all about. That's the that's the same way I went into Batman versus Superman and yes, it was the ultimate edition, but I loved it. So I'm expecting the same thing. There were things that I did like about the movie and things that I didn't, but uh, you know, I I did not hate it as if I as I thought I would. So that is a a win in the DC book for for me. Better or worse than Ant-Man? Do you know what? I'm not kidding. As I left the theater and and I'm talking to my wife and everyone with it, I say this was the Ant Man of of the DC movies so far, and I was like, I, I don't know how Josh is going to feel about that. Wow, that's okay. So you feel same as Ant Man? Hang on, no, hang on, I, hang on. I, you can't say that. You can't even make the comparison because when you say, I can oh, I did. This? No, 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 no. Let me finish my thought. Brian's about to say you can be an R wrong. <laughs> right, which when, is fine. When you say this is the Ant-Man of the DC Universe, freaking Marvel had 10 movies out before Ant-Man came out. DC has had one. For, no, for no, no, jo- shut your mouth. Well, shut your mouth. They've okay. had, they had No, they had Man of Steel. Okay, right? two. Yeah. That's not that's not a wide enough pool. Right, but if you had to rank it in in orders of things, it's Maybe third, which is still I, bronze. You still get a medal for third, I don't, CJ. I don't. I don't think. I don't think I was asking you to to stack it up in terms of no, greatness. I was either. saying, if it, you had to compare this to a the way I felt walking out of a movie, really, you felt DC's so far flagship ensemble movie is as shitty as Ant Man was. 
I'm pausing to strongly consider the words that are going to come out of my mouth, considering I wasn't even supposed to see this movie. Yes, yes, CJ. I, Josh, I will this. let you Let's make that this, judgment. I, I will not put anything out there into the ethos for you. The cop out. Yes, absolutely. It's a cop out. The whole the whole interaction with me and I this hope movie that, is a cop I hope that both Papa and Mama Thornton are screaming at <laughs> whatever I'm, there is they're listening I to. I am very carefully trying to, Josh, to express my opinion. Josh, I want you to listen to me. Listen yeah. to me now. Listen do to not, Mr. Do Brian. not shut up, CJ. Do not <laughs> let CJ poison you against this movie like Whoa. he did Batman v Superman. Shut I, up, I, I CJ. Won't. I won't. Hold on. I am. I am honestly trying to not do that. Laura also sentenced me to. If Laura I that, actually I threatened murdered. CJ's life. I, it will. My life. My life is on the line here. <laughs> on, on social media for you, all to see. The reason I did the diplomacy is because my, I I feel like a nano chip was injected into my neck, and if I speak about this incorrectly, I will die. I'm just waiting for your head to explode. <laughs> you just keep hoping for it, buddy. It's not <laughs> happening. So we're going to talk about the movie in length next week. Josh, are you going to be able to see it by then? Uh, I, I will try my very best. I don't know. I hope so. I really want you to. I know. I'm going to try to see it one night this week uh, because I'm not sure there's any day this week I can take a long lunch. We're going we're gonna to find out. If you need a movie, buddy, you let me know, okay? <laughs> we'll I have no, no problem seeing this movie again. I actually said to my roommate, I was like, you want to see it? Like the day after, I was like, I'll go see it again. I'm fine. Let's do it. We didn't, we didn't see it anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's your roommate's fault. It's not your fault. I know that's not you. I'm sure the cats uh, were I'm, stopping I'm trying, from I'm trying to movies. find – here it is. So help me God. If you ruin this for Josh Burns like <laughs> BVS, I will make it my life's mission to police every hard pass you give for the rest of your life. You've been warned. And I am telling you, Laura are – my, Are my wife's words. Laura's in my head, and that's why I am being very cautious about speaking about this movie until we talk about the spoiler cast. If Laura could do that with every movie – I I, I don't think you guys realize you're going to hear a very different way of me speaking just because I think Laura's going to classify everything as I don't I don't even care like Laura just just threaten him every movie that comes out if you speak against trolls the movie the way you did BVS I will ruin your life (laughs) I just think any conversation I had over BVS it should just be ignored forever so let's talk about some movies that are not the Suicide Squad Brian has masterfully put together again the August blockbuster. I love how you find a different adjective every time that does not describe at all how I put this list together. <laughs> so uh, let's take it away. So we obviously know that August 5th has had a couple movies in there. Uh, the first one uh, being Suicide Squad. Uh, and then the other one being Nine Lives with I can't, I can't even talk With about With Kevin this movie. Spacey and Jennifer Garner. But Kevin Spacey has He's a talking cat. cat. He's a talking cat. It is the He's shaggy dog cat. with a cat. Yes. It is the shaggy dog with a cat. It's and click. No it's, it's, it's really more like click. With a cat. It, completely it's Christopher click, Walken. It's click and shaggy dog fused together. And Christopher but, Walken is also in it. But take all the good stuff out of it and just – and that's what you're left with. Um, I, I will strongly I, – I would strongly say – this movie is probably cat poo. Just yeah, saying. this is something you would put in the litter box. Um, moving on, unless anybody has some dire need to talk about Nine Lives. No. Okay. Uh, n- so this Friday, I think it would be being August 12th, you have Pete's Dragon coming out, which is once again Disney taking an old classic kind of animated film and making it 
updated with CGI and everything like that. Like taking an animated thing and turning it live action. It's not the, the original Peach Dragon wasn't animated. It was live action with an animated dragon, and this is live action with a computer animated dragon. So right, they're really touche. they're just updating it. Yeah. Okay. Laura Laura loved it as a kid. Apparently, I never heard of it. I I've only you Me know neither. what I've only seen it maybe once. But um, Robert Redford's in it, and that's cool. Robert Redford and Bryce Dallas Howard are in it. And, I mean, I've seen the trailers. It looks interesting. And it's nothing I would rush out to the theater to see. This is something I wait for DVD or Netflix unless somebody drags me to it. But also that weekend is the rated R comedy, <sighs> animated comedy, Sausage Party, starring Seth Rogen and I believe no, Michael All the Sarah. Pineapple Express. CJ and- has so- totally disliked this since we very first Ugh. watched the trailer. I it's it started. This is a great short and should have been a short. Yeah, like a 15-minute YouTube short. 15-minute YouTube short, put it on Funny or Die, and it would be viral, and everyone would love it. And then the last for the movie. No right, but one, then it wouldn't have Seth Rogen in it. I, and that's okay. I think that's okay. I, I don't think Seth Rogen is the glue that holds this movie together. Um, he's it is funny, not the yes, but like, on the hot dogs. Yeah, I think, I think we can all live without Sausage Party. I don't think it's going to do anything. I mean, I, I can live I without a sausage party all the time. I don't. Yes. Yeah, I don't particularly enjoy sausage parties. We can just say a, a, in all life, no sausage yeah, party. Of the, of the August 19th movies, uh, there's I mean, for me, there's really only war dogs, right? Well, yeah, I mean, Ben-Hur comes out that weekend, too. Don't shake your head. It's a classic movie being redone. And you with, know what? And Stop Morgan doing Freeman, that. sir. Morgan Freeman's in it. But that he's not going to he's got some sweet movie. dreadlocks, man. Yeah, he's not saving that movie, and neither is Face from Boardwalk Empire. Leave that movie alone. Ben-Hur is one of the greatest stories ever told. Stop telling it again. We got it. They got it the first time. I don't need another Ten Commandments movie either. That movie's perfect the way it is. Leave it alone. Did they do another Ten Commandments movie? I'm sure someone's working on it somewhere. Was Exodus by Ridley Scott technically like another Ten Commandments movie? I don't know. I I didn't see it. Stop messing. No, no, I'm not seeing Ben-Hur. There's and no- um, Kubo and the Two Strings, which is a, an animated, interesting animated movie that is coming out that day. I think I may take my niece to see that movie. It looks but interesting, like but I don't. Stimulus Tuesday movie. Yeah, I'm not rushing out. I'm not rushing out to the theater. I'm gonna. I'm gonna be honest with you. August was kind of a crap fest after Suicide Squad. Well, no, I disagree because I think War Dogs looks great. I think that looks like a, a fantastic just. Is Crapfest the actual, like, is that the descriptor for the phenomenon, or is it... Yeah, you know how, like, there's Crab Fest and Lobster Fest? It's, it's just Crap <laughs> I said Crapfest. Crapfest. Crap crap. Like, he didn't, yeah. It wasn't Crab Fest. Right, right, right. I'm sure that exists somewhere. Though. Which is also, you could red tube that. You're not going to be happy, <laughs> but you could... Wait, but hold on. you, Brian, you made a face when I said War Dogs looks like a good movie. You don't... I mean, oh, I think it looks good. It... It's nothing. I'm, here's the thing. I'm so used to summer movies being these huge blockbuster, gotta go see in the theater. It's, War Dogs is just nothing that I need to see in the theater. I'll catch it on DVD. What about you, Josh? War Dogs? Yeah. I mean, we both like Miles Teller. I mean, I think we all love if Miles Teller, I, right? I really do. If I'm able to break free midday, I'll go see it. It's not going to be a weekend movie. But I mean, Brian, besides seeing Suicide Squad, which you've already seen... What else do you see? You, you, you I'll don't probably go, go mo- see Suicide Squad again. But I mean, so let's say, you, how many times do you go to the movies a month? Maybe that's my problem. It depends on how many movies I want to see in that month and how many friends want to go with me. Can't give me an average. Okay. 
I mean, I, I, I average on average may see anywhere between four to seven movies a month in the theater. OK, so I can give you Suicide Squad three times, which means you need to go see one more movie. You're not going to go see War Dogs. I don't think you're going to no, see Suicide I may, Squad I may, four times. I, I would see Suicide Squad four times in the theater. Are you kidding me? I, I mean, I didn't, someone, see, uh, I didn't even see the amazing Spider-Man me, twice. Yeah. I OK, don't get me. I've seen every Spider-Man movie in the theater six times. Okay. All right. Not joking. All right. Well, then wrapping up the month, August 26th, August 26th, Mechanic Resurrection. This looks all right. That Jason Statham and Jessica Alba is the sequel to the first mechanic, which I didn't see, which is odd. I usually see Jason does, Statham. Does movie. he die in that movie considering this is called Resurrection? I didn't see it. I don't know. I just said I didn't see it. Josh, did you see the mechanic? Oh, yeah. It was great. Did he die at the end of the mechanic? Maybe he retired. It, you presume that he died. Ooh. Oh. Okay, because that's his, uh, he's a professional hitman and a, you know, he's he lives a private life. He disappears on purpose. It's not, he's, um, he's the transporter kind of, right? But m- more shooty-shooty uh, than drivey-drivey. Drive. <laughs> right. But just kind of, when it started, it was like, oh, it's the transporter. But, oh, but still the fighty-fighty, sexy-sexy. That doesn't change. The last Abby Sabby? You can always count that's, on that with That's Jason part Statham. of the Jason Statham uh, formula. <laughs> well, right? when you look it's like the, that, you have to. For sure, it's going to be fighty-fighty, sexy-sexy, and whether it's drivey-drivey or shooty-shooty <laughs> is up for grabs. It's some, in some movies, it's stabby-stabby. Expendables, was, he was stabby Expendables, stabby. he was stabby stabby. Uh, I was, he was stabby. Christmas, stabby. Christmas was stabby stabby. There you go. What was he on Spy? Oh, man. Hard. Laffy Spy, Laffy? he was talky talky. Oh, wow. Big change. Yeah, yeah. But oh. but also sexy sexy. Gotcha. Uh, so, I mean, listen, the only two movies on my list for this month are Suicide Squad and War Dogs and Kubo if I take my niece. But that's about it. Brian's just Suicide, suicide Squad across the board. It's Suicide Squad and then multiple viewings of Suicide Squad. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll go back to last month. Maybe I'll see something that's still in the theaters from last month. Oh, you know what? I, did we talk about Born? We have not, but I did see it. We're, I think we're at the point where we can talk about Born, right? Do you want to talk about it? I Let's haven't talk seen about, it. I haven't seen it. Josh hasn't oh. seen Born, so we can't talk Josh, about Born. We, we don't talk about Born. Okay. I, Josh, if it makes you feel better, I just saw it last night. No, it, it doesn't because I'm, I'm, in, uh, I'm down... You know, talking to Laura this morning, and I'm going, man, I gotta like, I gotta catch up on my movies. You know, everybody's going to see Suicide Squad. Gives me a chance to go see Born or go see Star Trek, and uh, and then it was just, you know, if I went to a movie, I couldn't hang out with my family, and I went, oh, I'm just gonna stay home. Right? No, that's a good compromise. I will say this: I went to Born last night, and there were only four other people in the theater. That's kind of the thing: is everybody was at Suicide Squad, and I thought, what a perfect time on a weekend on a Saturday. Right, I could go, and my initial thought was, I'm going to go see Bourne and Star Trek, and then try to slip into Suicide Squad uh, when they have tickets available, because sometimes there are. But it just—it was either like I can't spend a whole day at the movies and not hang out with my kids um, on a weekend, you know, where I'm not traveling for a bunch of days in a row. It's—it's it's a nice thing to string it together. So the other thing that we and we talked about this a few weeks ago, and we want to again remind everybody, we are currently trying out the Fantasy Movie League app, and uh, we're doing our own that kind of nerd league right now with just the three of us, where every week you run your own movie theater. 
and you try to get top dollar. You're basically just trying to make maximize the the most out of the revenue for it. So right now, as the, the at the time of this recording on the Saturday the sixth, the current standing is uh, Josh in third place with uh, nine hundred and seventy four million dollars. Superior blockbuster knowledge, which is Brian at one billion. One billion dollars, and then uh, me at one billion and one hundred and thirteen million dollars. Uh, I just the, feel like you want to talk about this because you're winning. No, I because the thing is this: at the end of week fourteen starts the next season, and the next season we're going to open up the Dak and the Nerd League to you, the fans, to come join us and play with us week to week to see who can run the best movie play theater. the fantasy game with sorry us. play the fantasy game my yes. apologies you're yes. right correct that's that's correct you have to yeah have to so that's true so to, to prep yourself why don't you go ahead and download the app get an understanding of how the game is played so that way you can join us uh for the next season we'll put links in our show notes so that way you can go ahead and check it out it's available for android and for ios you can also go on their website uh, and get their tools so check it out Kind of get an understanding of the game and join us for the next season so that way we can uh, kind of play all together and see who who's the best among everybody. Play the game together. Brian, I thought you would get a real kick out of this too. And and I think you had some memories about this. And Josh, I know you had some memories about this. The first 13 years of Nintendo Power are now available online for free. Yeah, it's oh, very cool. Yeah. Very cool. You want to go down Nostalgia Lane, you've got it. Um, I love this because my brothers got Nintendo Power and uh, they read it and they were always up to date. And this is something that kind of precursored my whole nerdy experience and and reading about video games. Uh, And it's just cool to see just an archive of this Uh, and kind of jump back in time and just hear when people talk about how the NES was such a game changer and what the graphics looked like and uh, how the gameplay was so innovative uh, and it just is really cool. Uh, Josh, I think you brought this to our attention. Um, I mean, how do you feel about the fact that you're – are you going to go back and start reading things? Uh, I, I mean, I'd probably go to the site and, and flip through for nostalgia's sake. I don't know that I'm going to be reading it for advice on gaming. But, um, yeah, I, I think that it's a cool thing to relive a bit, um, especially when it comes to – some of us still play like the little emulator games, the Flash games on, on – you know, like I'll play Zelda for a week at a time just to have some fun with it, right? So that's the kind of thing where, yeah, I would – like Nintendo Power be a good resource for the map per se. Brian, what about you? What do you what do you feel about Nintendo Power, or do you have a history with Nintendo Power? No, I don't have a history with Nintendo Power at all. He said sarcastically. I never subscribed to it, but it was one of those things that, like, if I could pick it up every once in a while, I did. Um, I I think it's really cool that's available, and again, for nostalgia's sake, you know, if you want to go back, flip through. I still have my old NES, so if I decide to start playing like Zelda, I can do that kind of stuff. I'm going to be completely honest with you. I'm, I'm looking at about six months worth of comic book reading that I have to catch up on. So I'm going to do that first. All right. So the other bit of news that was flowing around the Internet for a while, but we wanted to bring to everyone's kind of attention and radar. If you're f- a big fan of the Big Bang Theory, they have officially cast Penny's mom, uh, Katie Seagal. Who does, uh, does Penny's mom have it going on? <laughs> that's Stacy's mom. Stacy's oh, mom. Stacy's mom has it got Stacey's it mom. going on. But it's I, close enough, Brian. We'll give it to you. I'm pretty sure Penny's got Penny's mom's got something going on. Probably, something. yeah. Well, you may know her from Sons of Anarchy, or you may I know her from Leela from Futurama. See, I do know that. Or you may know her from Eight Simple Rules for Dating My Teenage Dollar, where she wait, was the wait, mom. Wait. How? No. How? 
But here's, are we, how about married with children? Here's what's how about like where she became famous? That's that's all well and good, but she was that's all well and good. Married with children is listen, listen. <sighs> let me say my funny colloquialism thing. Go ahead. She was Kaylee Cuoco's mom on Eight Simple Rules. Yes, she was. John Ritter, right? So she is, in fact, Penny's mom. I think it's funny. Ha. Huh. Maybe. You don't, you don't seem enthused Maybe at it's all, all one connected universe, actually, right? No. You know? I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. We already like met son, Like dad. Sons of Anarchy and the Shield? Yes. <laughs> really? Uh, no, so it, it, I'm not even getting into it. <laughs> no, please, I want to hear this. I want to hear this. No, 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 so you, can't, all, you can't renew I watched the of, first four seasons of The Shield. There's a lot of character crossover, right? So you have um, not so much character, but actor crossover. And then the Bizlats and the One-Niners are shared between both shows, even though The Shield was based on the LAPD's Rampart Crash Division, right? And mm-hmm. Sons of Anarchy is a biker gang. Uh, in the Bay Area, not in L.A. So there, there's quite a, a bit of separation geographically that make it a little weird they would share the Bizlats because the Bizlats comes from like a small area of the city. Anyway, uh, they share that. And so everybody's like, oh, well, they must share the same universe. It must be the same universe. Except uh, Juice, one of the characters, he's in a holding cell at one point watching a TV and it's an episode of The Shield. That <laughs> nice. Ah. So Michael Chiklis appear, appeared twice in Sons of Anarchy. Once on TV the Juice was watching and again towards the end of the series. It's like Matthew Perry showing up in Scrubs but then they also mention Friends. Right. Right. Kind of the same thing. It's not they're, it's not, they're saying it's not a shared universe right, is kind yeah. of my point. I it was making a joke that just took five minutes to explain. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm – I don't often you know what, though, do that. I'm actually but fascinated about that stuff. That's – you know what's funny is you know you make a reference. You're in front of a group of people and I don't know how often you guys are but I'm assuming it's, it's sometimes. But you're in front of a group of people and you make a reference. You drop a reference and you hope just one of the 30 – Gets it. You don't want the whole group to laugh all the time. You want to see who the, the, the people who are who are plugged in. Um, and that's usually the guy I give a business card to afterwards and say, hey, you should check out this podcast. You'll like it because you got the reference and nobody else did. And that's the kind of thing where generally I'll go a bit more topical and I won't have to explain it for five minutes. But there it goes. I'm sorry I had to put you through that. Yes, you well, you did. I haven't seen Sons of Anarchy. I'm sorry. So, Josh, I have a question for you, and I need to know basically where I invest some more time in uh, to my Netflix addiction since I don't have cable right now. Mm-hmm. Um, during the trailers slash commercials for Suicide Squad, there was a second season of Narcos that yeah. had a trailer show up. Sure did. And I just need to know, is this something I, I invest my time in? And then how do I go about watching it? You watch it when you're in front of a laptop and you're staring at the laptop. Like you, you, I'm not even sure I could watch it on TV because I have a temptation to put my phone between me and the TV. <laughs> uh, and when I'm sitting at a desk, you know, like this is, this is the perfect hotel show for me because I'll sit at the desk after I'm done working and I'll flip on a couple episodes of Narcos and I won't move. And I'll just, the computer's in front of me and I'm sitting there, so I'm just staring at it. And that's, but that's the way I watched Narcos season one. It's probably what I'll do for season two. But yeah, I'm definitely excited to see it. I'm not sure where they're going to go with it, but I'm excited to see it. 
so that's the question do i in do i involve in getting into season one and getting that all through or do i wait oh for you never watched narcos two? i didn't i watched like one episode but i did the same thing you just described Put i got your phone in between I you got and the tv and, and then i looked up and i was like what the fuck oh is going this on? is all in espanol yes it's all in spanish you are i reading. didn't even press two and there it is <laughs> you are reading <laughs> Narcos. It's basically like an audiobook that's acted out in front of you. I think I think you should invest a little bit of time and see if you can watch Narcos. I mean, you really have to try though. Like plug your phone into charge on the other side of the room in airplane mode. Yeah, just get it away from me. And then watch an episode, really focus. I mean, I think my recommendation CJ might be to watch it on your iPad because you pretty much I want you to, you know, sit on the sofa, hold your iPad with both hands, watch the episode. Gotcha. Okay. I just I saw this the trailer and I was like, this actually looks like I should go back and give this show a second watch. So you think it's worth going through it and doing it all again? All right. I'll have to add that to my list. By the way, if you are looking for shows to add to your show hole and just to, to fill you up and make you feel good about things, I highly recommend you go ahead and you check out BBC's Sherlock, which is available on Netflix. Because we're doing our second show, Hey Did You See, about that. So if you're not already subscribed or checking that out, make sure to go to Hey Did You See podcast. Don't forget the podcast.com and check that out. So shameless plug over. That was the second shameless plug. The one thing that we did find was that Sling TV will have the NFL Network channel and Red Zone available for cord cutters this fall. Um, I think CJ put it uh, put it up for discussion. It's It's a... It's a decent topic because there's a ton of cord cutters who want to be able to watch football, uh, but in uh, in the opinion of a fan of the sport, this is not exactly what I'm looking for. So the NFL Network has, tw- I want to say, tw- I, I don't know for sure. I think it's 12 Thursday night games. Um, so I get to watch one game for 12 weeks, and Red Zone is just – and all day, you know, 1 p.m. to 7.30 p.m. channel that just shows you every touchdown. Every touchdown played, they flash from game to game to game to game. It's just constant highlights. It's sort of a, a fantasy football player or fantasy football owner's, you know, dream. Uh, but I like watching the game. So I don't I don't watch just the highlights and the touchdowns. Does the NFL network part happen? I mean, does that help at all? Does that get you some no, of the games that you I, need? No, it just gets me Thursday night games. It only gets me, yeah, I think, okay. 12, 12 of the 17 weeks. And I, that number could be wrong, but I, I think I'm pretty close. Um, and that's that's not nearly enough. Now, you still get some of the options for some of the major networks, so it's helping you pad it, plus ESPN and stuff like that too. But Direct it's, not, TV the, Sunday it's not the answer. Right. Direct TV Sunday ticket is what I want, uh, and right now it's only available on Direct TV and I believe PlayStation Network. But I need it. I need NFL Sunday ticket available as a subscription on Apple TV, and then I can pretty much cut the cord completely. Yeah, and that's where the the PlayStation's view is coming into play because they have all the local channels, so they have the major networks plus things like. Uh, uh, ESPN as well, so that's kind do of. Do they the, have all the major networks, or or will they have local channels by geography that isn't blacked out because it's a streaming? Cur- yes, to the second part for it. So it's your local ABC, NBC, and it's not blacked out. Really? Yes. We discussed this the last time too. I don't. Ca- I. 
I know I'm not I'm not a fan of the local thing. My my question is just really more of the if I can't get NFL Sunday ticket, I don't want to be stuck watching the Eagles. I just don't ever want to watch the Eagles ever, not ever. And listen, this is going to be uh, I know a lot of people are putting off cord cutting. I will be your guinea pig because my wife is a a football fan. Obviously, I am not. Uh, I don't know anything about this stuff. So, I'll be the guinea pig to let you know which cord cutting solution has answered the call for football and and see what works. So, we'll find it out together as a group and I'll report back and see what happens with it. I will not be a part of that group. No, you will not. I am not a part of that that testing pool. I still feel like you could watch. Like, you could watch and probably gain something from it, at least conversationally. Uh, depends on who I watch it with. I would, I, would drive, I would drive to your palatial estate uh, weekly and watch football. I'll tell you what. As soon as I get there, the cat-to-mail ratio drops through the floor. <laughs> so it's just you wouldn't even, even need a lint roller because the the ratio is so low, even lower than it was before. But I would sit with you and watch the football. You don't, and I, I've learned this from trying. You don't do that at the bar. No, I you do don't, not. You don't watch the game ever. Like you're there, and you're there amongst people watching games, but you're not watching the game. That's also no. the most social you'll see, Brian. That's not true. I can be very sociable sometimes when. Ask to be. Yeah, he was just at dinner the other night, and there was everybody talking to him about what he was eating, and he was super sociable about it. Yeah, it was very awkward. <laughs> it's extremely weird. You people made strangers talk to me. I don't like it. We are social people, Brian. When there's a bunch of people, can I tell this story? Can I not tell the story? I'm sure. okay with you telling the story. What about you? Right, tell so the story. It's fine. That kind of nerd goes to dinner with Mama and Papa Thornton, and we go to this spot in Allentown. It's a pretty popular spot. It's it's a Wednesday. Uh, you wouldn't expect a restaurant to be packed on a Wednesday, but this is a pretty popular spot. Super packed on a Wednesday, right? Uh, I tell uh, Papa Thornton and CJ, you know, you got to get this entree. Get the chicken and waffles. Trust me. Right, and the same spectacle happens that happens every time I'm in this restaurant. Uh, by the way, it's Grain in Allentown on Hamilton Street, and it's amazing. Uh, they bring the chicken and waffles out, and everyone that they walk behind, they smell it, they turn, they look, they set the entrees down, and now before CJ or Papa Thornton can cut into their chicken and waffles, you have every table to our left, which we're as far as we could go on the right, looking over. And before CJ gets a chance to take a bite, these two ladies sitting next to him go, I'm sorry, what? I have to interrupt. What is that? And he starts explaining. People are looking. I'm look, Brian is – Brian couldn't – he may have at some point buried his face into his chicken and dumplings <laughs> is what may have – or biscuits, biscuits and, and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Biscuits and gravy. Whatever you were they eating. They were delicious, think, by the way. I think he put his face in them. <laughs> but so everybody's looking, and I turn – because Brian's super uncomfortable. I got everybody. I'll tell you what. Just make it easy. Everybody, come on over. Take pictures. Put it on Instagram. Uh, hashtag chicken and waffles. Delicious. Hashtag that kind of nerd. And everybody laughed. And it was a good time. Uh, Brian could not have been more uncomfortable. <laughs> it was a sight to behold. Because <laughs> he goes, as CJ's talking to these ladies next to us, Brian looks at me and goes, Josh, don't make me talk to anybody about what I'm eating. <laughs> and I said, I think I think CJ's got it. I think we're good. I think everything's fine. It's a good time. 
I don't interact with strangers. It's just not what I do. <laughs> Papa Thor to Mama Thor, you tell you stranger danger, and you never evolve from that. You it's, just you know what's there. funny is this that's Brian, that's actually ninety percent of what I do. I know, I know. Interact if it's with strangers. In a business setting, I can talk to strangers all day, but I can't just be randomly starting conversations. Okay, you wanna hear a story? I consider everything a business. You want to hear a story? Yeah, when you were at Comic Con, I'm sure you handed out a bunch of that kind of exactly. Cards, right? Are you ready for this story? How socially awkward I am. I I oh, I'm waiting in line at Comic Con to get in on the first day, and there's like three people like talking behind me, and I'm actually by myself. My friend couldn't go with me the first day. And I was singing that in my head, and I'm sitting there, and I'm in line. I'm catching Pokemon and, and shit, and like they're talking about Suicide Squad, and then they they said something. To the effect of, oh, yeah, you know, Margot Robbie and Will Smith were in, in another movie beforehand. And I know the movie's focus. Yeah. And this is the perfect opportunity to, for me to make friends and be like, oh, hey, that movie's focus. Right. But me being socially awkward, I mean, like, should I say it? I mean, they're they're struggling to figure it out, and I don't, I don't know. I mean, what if they don't like me? What if I, what if what? I say something? You just no, say it. What if, no, hey guys, I'm sorry like, to interrupt. That movie's focus. You are me, idiots. I'm smart, and you're not. What if they say something and they tell me the fuck off? What if I say something and they just give me this look of derision? And by the time I'm like, okay, I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm like, it's focus. They were way past that, and they were like talking about the presidential election at that point. Some guy had already IMD beat it, and I was like, looked like an idiot. So I was like, I'm just gonna. Continue catching both. <laughs> oh man, that's so. No, that's I don't. a painful. Like I'm, I'm sitting here thinking about you standing in line, going through all these motions in your head, and I'm sitting here cringing, going, "No, just say it, say it, yeah, say the word." I'm imagining it all as an episode of Scrubs. That's that's all. He's tilting his head sideways. He's talking about it. And then when he thinks about, what if they hate me? And then they rip off his head or his arms. What if they don't like me? And then they light him on fire or they every throw time, him out of Comic-Con. Every time you talk, I hear, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I did all of that and have done all that. That is every social interaction I ever have, ever. But this is why I live in a palatial estate with two cats. Okay. God, it must be hard being you. Yeah, it really is. This is the moment Laura goes, oh, Brian. <laughs> uh, I will let you have your sad music. And if you have a, a moment to shed a tear for Brian, go ahead. Great. Now we know, now we owe Bill Lawrence like $90. Got to shut down the podcast, man. Got to shut good it down. For it. 90 bucks. I got it. So, uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is a annual tradition that uh, we need to to go ahead and continue, right? A strong tradition of that kind of nerd. It's a little late, and I'm sorry. And I hope it will quell the fire of one Paul Castillo, friend of the show. Here is Paul's That Kind of Nerd drunk voicemail. All right, guys. It's Paul. Uh, on my birthday, time for the second annual Paul Calls the That Kind of Nerd podcast. I just want to ask you some questions uh, from what I hear the buzz around the internet, especially around the Ghostbusters. So, from what I understand, Josh Burns is really excited about seeing this movie. I, on the other hand, beg to differ because a big part of my childhood uh, feel like uh, it's a little bit of a disservice, uh, disservice with the cast and things like that. But my main question is, how do you guys feel about like the buzz around the internet about this movie and people saying that internet uh, ratings and scoring or even critics' uh, ratings on this movie are heavily skewed? Um, and how that affects moviegoers' uh, experiences, or even looking up these movies uh, as a whole, um, you know, and how it's changed over the years versus like watching Cisco and Ebert, and then you just go online and look up a Metascore or even like Rotten Tomatoes, because uh, you know the movie like this is actually rated 
70% on, uh, on Rotten Tomatoes, certified fresh. Uh, however, you know, you look at the user comments, and it's a pretty different story. So, with that being said, uh, I love you guys. Best of luck. And uh, as always, this is Paul signing out. I look forward to calling back uh, next year or sooner. Love you. Bye. Uh, thank you, Paul, for the annual drunk birthday message. Uh, I appreciate it. Again, I'm sorry we're a little late. Uh, now, the topic was uh, around Ghostbusters, but he did open up generalities. And it's kind of something that we uh, talked about a little earlier. But what do we think about online reviews as a whole as a moviegoer now uh, coming into big movies? I mean, when it came to Ghostbusters, it didn't sway me. I liked Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. Uh, the, I, I thought the female cast was great, and I, I liked it. Uh, which I, I didn't initially think I would. But uh, what do you guys think about the whole system right now as it is? I, I think it's been proven a couple times now. I, and I'm pretty sure Ghostbusters, even though... I, I think with certain huge movies like Ghostbusters, like Batman v Superman, there is a built-in audience that is going to see it no matter what. They don't care what the critics say. They don't even bother reading what they say. And you see the majority of that money the first two days on opening. But then you see this extreme drop off. And those are all the people who paid attention to the reviews and care about the reviews and care if it got a 68 or 70 percent on Rotten Tomatoes, whatever it's at right now. Um, I did not go see Ghostbusters just because I was not overly enthused with what I saw in the trailer to make me plunk down 10 to 15 dollars to go see it. Um, but I, 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 I think I how do I word this? I think people still pay attention to that kind of stuff and still put a lot of stock into it. Um, so, yeah, that's my opinion. Have you ever not sentence. seen a movie because of the Rotten Tomatoes score? Have no. you you've never? Yeah, done for that. sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, me personally, I judge things by the trailer. I don't give a shit what what reviewers say. So if mm. the trailer looked bad, but the reviews well, I thought come the, I thought, the Rotten, I thought the Rotten Tomatoes uh, was a user was a, a viewer score. It is both. So before you get into you know opening weekend, you'll have a Rotten Tomatoes score. It'll say critic score and it'll say audience score. And the critic score is obviously what you get before you before opening weekend. Um, and it's just a, an average of here's what all the reviewers say. We can add them up and divide by however many because that's how order of operations works cj and you get your average and a lot of people do put a lot of stock in that i've never done it because again i judge things by the trailer if i watch the trailer i think it looks interesting i i'll go see it so there there's a, quite a few movies that i've i've looked at the the they call it the tomato meter uh, i've looked at the tomato meter and i've decided not to purchase on itunes uh they're is no movie that I haven't watched simply because one score or the other was low. I have absolutely avoided purchasing them, which I, I guess meant for that day I didn't watch it. But um, for the most part, it's really just about a like a where's the value, right? So if I, if I'm if I'm looking at a movie that is above a an eighty that looks amazing. Based on the reviews, and it's ten bucks. I'm going. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna buy that. And if I'm looking at the Fantastic Four, and it's twelve dollars, and it has like a Rotten Tomato score of like a nine, that's the, specifically that movie. I did not purchase on iTunes because you made of the, the right score. call. Yeah, no, I, I get it. But what I'm saying is, I have used to determine the, a purchase. Yeah, when it comes to money, I think that you need to. 
See, I've had the situation where, you know, my wife and I were thinking about, all right, are we going to see movie A or are we going to see movie B? And then we look at the Rotten Tomato scores and be like, oh, well, there's a big you know gap between these two. Let's go see, you know, movie B. I, I'm, I'm exactly the same way, uh, but on Yelp. Right. right okay. So I, like I, I, I pull up two restaurants. There's, there's two restaurants that fit what I want to do that night. They're both within a mile and a half. They both have you know, ratings uh, within the the margin of great, you know, four, four and a half. One of them has 10 stars or 10 reviews and one of them has 700. Which one do I go to? It's it's really Do easy, both right? of them have a pokey stop? Uh, no, <laughs> I don't can filter. See I Yelp don't now. filter. But that's kind of the thing is the other thing is if I go to Yelp and I'm, I'm just trying to go for breakfast and there's one diner that's four and a half stars with 50 reviews and one that's two and a half with the same number, I go, well, let's not go to the shitty one. Right. So, but there's also been times where we look at the Rotten Tomato score and be like, I don't care that this one has a you know a, a shitty Rotten Tomato score. Let's go see this movie anyway because I think it's been better. No, I know. I was giving you examples of both yeah. the viewer the viewer score and the critic score, score, right? So when yeah. when you have when you have a lot of people saying, here's the example: Rotten Tomatoes has Suicide Squad scored a 26 for critics and a 73. For viewers. Right. And one can assume there are far more viewers than critics, so I'm probably going to lend some credence to that rating. I know it's a ridiculous. I know it's ridiculous yeah. how how I think about no, those that's, things. But when that's, it, no, that's how, and that's good. Okay. I, I think it, that's a good thing to have. When it comes to numbers, that when when you supply me with data to evaluate a situation, I just overdo it. So that's that's the way I think about movies. And if I'm choosing to do one thing or another, or any situation I'm in, to answer Paul's incredibly simply put question that makes my brain. Turn like the makes the gears go. That's how I look at it. And the other thing is, uh, you know, Paul mentioned, you know, doing service to the cast of Ghostbusters, this and that. Paul is actually kind of the Bill Murray of guys that I know, right? <laughs> like, so here's a guy. Do you have to leave him a voicemail in order to get to him? He I probably should. I probably should. But like, he Paul is. Am I Egon? Uh, no, no, no. I, I'm not putting us in Ghostbusters. But now at I want. All. To. I'm saying. No. I'm saying I can put him in any Bill Murray sort of character. He's he is the Bill Murray of my life, and here's why. <laughs> He's an incredibly humble guy. He's super nice. Everybody loves him, right? Uh, dudes, intelligent, can talk about many topics. But if you're not paying attention, you're gonna miss all the great stuff because Paul does all this these little great things that you will miss if you don't pay attention. And he <laughs> does it all super dry and 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 quickly. And if again, if you turn your head, you're gonna miss it. He's the Bill Murray of my life. So there you go, Paul. Whether or not you like Ghostbusters, you are my Bill Murray. Aww. That's the nicest thing you've ever said about anybody, really. Besides your wife and kids. Hey, could be. I f- okay. Well, you know what? We're going to end it there. There's no nowhere else to go. End it on the, a high note. Let's not end, end it on, on Brian's depressing story about social anxiety. Yeah, no. That's, <laughs> and now we're back down again. Oh. oh hearing Brian. Brian's parents talk about it, though. Like, when, when you posed the question, CJ, when you were – CJ says, well, so was Brian always – and they both were like, oh, always. <laughs> he was always just – wouldn't even, even wouldn't even ask for a refill of a soda. Had to talk his brother into go, going to getting him a refill. And I just – I'm sitting there like, like eyes just wide, just going, why? Why couldn't you ask for your own Sprite? Why? <laughs> 
I don't know. I do know, but this will it will end the podcast on a what very if, sad what if, note. Did you worry what if, what if that the person give giving you the sprite wouldn't like you? Like I don't. You're there pouring me a sprite. Give me my soda, and don't worry about whether you like me or not. You know what I need? I need five packets of ketchup. That's all I need. Don't throw one at me. I I don't know. I don't know what's <laughs> Listen, wrong with me. That is it's <laughs> something I still battle to this day. It's I, you I are can a goddamn a cartoon refill. character. You're a cartoon character. I am. You, I can ask for a refill now. I, I've grown. You you should be on Seinfeld. I mean, that's you realize that's how this this situation is. It's some Larry David shit. I know. I know. Okay. My life is a sitcom. Only I don't get the girl at the end. <laughs> oh no, we're back to depressing. <laughs> Paul, you're the Bill Murray of our lives. No. No, now Laura's just. Oh, Brian. That's actually how it goes. Next yeah. time I see Laura, she's just going to give me a huge hug. <laughs> just be like, I'm never actually, letting if, go. If you're any, special. If anybody sees Brian on the street, I want you to give him a hug. No, because okay? that's weird. Nope, nope, nope. That's what's happening. Strangers giving a, hugs. When, when, when she gives you that big hug, just do this. Just whisper in her ear. You, you, you smell different when you're awake. <laughs> and then that that should that should end the hug completely. <laughs> and prevent any future hugs. Oh, Brian, what are we going to do with you? Well, here's what you can do. You can help support the show. So there's a couple of ways you can do that. You can obviously. Yes, because the show forces me to be social. It does. <laughs> so listen, here's what we can do. If we if we can get some more listeners to it, we can help the show grow. We can give Brian some self-confidence. So give us a hand in, pour, in building this man up to the wonderful man that we know he can be. feel a part of a Make-A-Wish Foundation now. <laughs> well, then if that's the case, please If you were, us- we could get John Cena on the show. <laughs> He's done more Make-A-Wish than anybody. <laughs> So here's what we do. Go ahead and help Brian build the man up. Give us a five-star rating on iTunes or Google Play and share the podcast amongst your friends. You can also leave us a message. All you can do is call 484-373-4119. You have about 90 seconds to leave us a message and then you get booted off, so be, be concise for it. You can also email us at podcast at that kind of nerd.com. Follow us on Twitter at that kind of nerd and just search for us on Facebook or wherever you find us. There's a lot of you downloading the episode every week. Go to the Play Store, go to iTunes, give us a rating and a review. We read the reviews on the air. We read all the five-star reviews and so far we haven't received a terrible one, but we want to hear your feedback one way or the other. Yeah, cuz I need so, to learn to deal with rejection too. <laughs> yeah, give us give us a rating and review on iTunes or on the Google Play Store wherever you listen. Give us a rating and review. Well, thank you so much for making us, again, like I said, your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. Please go ahead and support the show. Go to thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. That's L-O-O-T. And get money off your very own loot crate. That's, again, thatkindofnerd.com slash loot. And we will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening. I love how you find a different adjective every time. That does not describe at all how I put this list together. Wonderful. Masterful. Efficiently. Evolution. Vis-a-vis. Concordantly. Stupendously. Vis-a-vis. Concordingly. The Matrix. Drunkenly. <laughs> See, I think, I think we can all live without Sausage Party. As a movie. We can just say uh, in all life, no Sausage Party. My life is a sitcom, only I don't get the girl at the end. <laughs>